Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always updating Assistant that can be called on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Wake your ass up. The Breakfast Club is on. Wake up! The Breakfast Club, Envy, and Charlemagne, the voice of the culture. You think I'm coming here when this ain't hot? See, y'all different. Y'all the culture. It's different, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all know what y'all talking about. This is probably becoming the most prominent form for hip-hop. Being here next to all of you guys, it's really big. Put it in, put it in perspective. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. Wake up! Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Friday! Yes, it's Friday. Good morning. Yeah, man. Friday the 13th. Yes. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm mm-hmm. trying to get out of New York City as soon as possible today, man. Oh, all you the, pro- oh, the protests. Yeah. Like I said, they said there's something called the New York City is preparing for the... Well, just salute to everybody else that's listening to us all over the country. But, you yes. know, our headquarters, the Breakfast Club Black Mothership is here in New York City. But it says uh, they're preparing for Hamas Global Jihad Day. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know what the hell that means, but you know, the FBI is on high alert. Yep. Uh, what I was told, every police officer in New York City got to be on duty today. Yes. Every single one. Every single one. Like, no days off. No. 12-hour shift. They no. want everybody to, to, to come in today. My God. Even if you're not uh, in certain... Because, uh, you know, some police officers do detective work. Some do, you know... Uh, they look for pedophiles. Some do, you know, drugs, whatever. But they want everybody on duty, I guess, to do parole and then make sure everything is safe and clear today. Yeah, because I guess Hamas is urging mass global demonstrations. Yes. Man, Lord have mercy. So, yeah, so when I say peace to the planet, I mean it for real, for real this morning. Absolutely. Jesus Christ, what the hell is going on? Well, comedian <clears throat> Joe Claire will be joining us this morning. Legendary Joe Claire. Mm-hmm. If you've been watching the uh, Welcome to Rap City documentary on BET, then you've seen uh, a lot of Joe Claire's story. Yes. You know, Joe Claire was one, if you grew up in the 1900s like we did, then you, you ran home every day to watch Rap City. Joe Claire, Big Les. Yep. You know, uh, Big Tigger. Yep. Chris Thomas, the mayor. Like, you know, but our, our era was really... Tigger and Joe Claire. Tigger, Joe Claire, Big Les, for and sure. Big Les, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, that was 100%. our era. Yep. So he'll be here to discuss with us this morning. That's right. Did you watch the game last night, the football game? No, I didn't watch no TV last night. I didn't even get to catch up on Loki season two. I, I'm, oh, I saw the first episode of Loki. I didn't see uh, episode two last night. Okay. We got another guest joining us today too, right? Yeah, Vlad. Okay. Shout out yeah. to Vlad. You know Vlad, DJ Vlad, Vlad TV. He'll be joining us as well, so we'll kick it with Vlad as well. Vlad needs to win a Peabody because Vlad helped solve the murder of Tupac Shakur. That's right. Okay? Ooh. Vlad made Jada Pinkett Smith a very happy woman. Yeah. All right? Okay. Yes. We'll talk about that in the rumors Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. She just, just. I just want to read the book at this point. Yeah, me too. I just. When, when does the book come out? When is the I book don't know, out? but I just want to read the yeah, book at too, this man. point. Me at this too. point, I just, just, need, I just need to read the book. It's just but, a lot. Hey, uh, as a Pinkett Smith, Winfrey Knowles, Carter, Jada, whatever you out here doing on your press release, it's worked. I need to read the book. Yes. Okay? I want to read the book. But if you're giving away this kind of stuff in interviews, there must be some really, really good stuff in this book. Jesus Christ. All right? All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. We got front page news coming up, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Good morning, Tiz. Good morning, DJ Envy, Charlemagne the God, and Breakfast Club family. Peace, Tess. All right, now last night, Kansas City Chiefs beat Denver 19 to 8. Yeah, the Denver Broncos season is over. <laughs> it's officially a wrap. Okay. Now, now, also in baseball, Philadelphia Phillies beat uh, Atlanta Braves to move on to the National League Championship Series against the Arizona Diamondbacks. What do you think, Sierra and Russell Wilson going on vacation? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Turks and Caicos? No, nah, he done did that a few times. Mm. All right, well, let's jump right into the news. What are we talking about? What are we starting with this morning, T.E.S.? Yeah, 53-year-old Jank Uger, founder and outspoken host of the progressive Young Turks TV show, said Joe Biden is not going to win for president, and he is the break glass in case of emergency candidate. Let's listen to why he believes he should be running for president of the United States. Let's change the course. Uh, right now, Joe Biden is down 24 points in the economy, 19 points on jobs when he actually did better on jobs than Trump did. He's down 13 points from where he was in 2020. He is not going to win. I am running. Yes, I am a break glass in case of emergency candidate. It should not have been me. It should have been someone else. But unfortunately, it was not anyone else. And now there's only four months left. We must change course. He has at best a 10% chance of winning. Donald Trump is an actual fascist. So I am running as a proxy. I'm running to win, but I'm also running as a proxy for any other candidate. We have got to get Biden out of the race. Thank you for winning in 2020. 
But if he loses this time around, it's not just his problem, it's all of our problems. I actually right. think democracy is on the line. And so if it takes me running, then that's what I'm going to do. And we're all going to do it together. He's not saying nothing that I haven't been saying. Donald Trump is indeed a fascist. Democracy is on the line. And uh, 2024, uh, what is it, 2024, yeah, Biden loses. I, don't, I, don't, I think democracy as we know it will never be the same again. But what do they mm -hmm. say in sports? You still got to play the game. Yeah. You know, even yeah. it looks like the team might don't have a chance of winning, you still got to play the game. Mm -hmm. I just wish we had some better players on both sides. Mm -hmm. So as it stands, uh, Marianne Wilson, uh, who obviously, Mitt Williamson, I'm sorry, is uh, also still running uh, to be the Democrat nominee against Joe Biden, had her on the show as well. We also had Dr. Cornell West on the show. People can go back and listen to that interview. He dropped his Green Party ticket. So when we had him on The Breakfast Club, he was running as a Green Party ticket, and he has now dropped it as an independent. And so has Robert E. Kent Kennedy Jr., who was also running uh, for the Democrat nomination when we had him on the show. And now he is running uh, as an independent as well, which I reported that earlier this week so folks are moving over to the independent uh category and just you know being very honest like jane said i'm running to be a proxy i, I know i'm a long shot candidate i know you know but I'm, I'm running to disrupt i appreciate his honesty at least you know with that but not a lot of people like it they feel you know it's a spoiler feel like it hurt joe biden uh but there's also people that believe joe biden can hurt joe biden so we'll just see all right well that is front page news now get it off your chest as we'll see in a couple of minutes 800-585-1051 If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open Again, 800-585-1051 Get it off your chest, whatever you're thinking Whatever you're going through, call us up right now It's The Breakfast Club, good morning The Breakfast Club This is your time to get it off your chest 800-585-1051 We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club Hello, who's this? Good morning, DJ Envy. What's up? Good morning. What's your name? My name is Nori. I'm yeah. calling from San Antonio, Texas. Are you named after Noriega, the rapper, the host of Drink Champs? <laughs> no, I'm actually named after L'Oreal Products. My name is Noriel, but I go by Nori. Oh, okay. Oh, Nori. I love niggas. I mean, I'm sorry. I love <laughs> black people. We so amazing, aren't we? Don't we just we just make up stuff? We is. Isn't anybody up there with y'all? Nah, nobody no. today. Okay, you with well, us. You I with us right now. I wanted to call and talk to my favorite radio host in the whole wide world. Today is my birthday, and I'm just hoping that y'all could wish me a happy birthday. Well, happy birthday, Happy Nori. born day, Noriel. What are you doing for your birthday? Um, I don't know. My husband has a bunch of stuff set up for me today, so I'm going to see what I step on and what I get today. What are y'all going to name y'all kids? Ninty? <laughs> nah, we named our kid. We named our kids something normal this time. Oh, okay. Because that would be cool. Hey, I did read... I read y'all books, so and I'm. Can I please get maybe a signed copy of uh, Black Privilege and envy of your book, you and Gia's book as well? Sure. Oh, I'll send course. you a whole package for your birthday. I'll send you Tamika Mallory's State of Emergency. I'll send you Anita Kopak Shallow Waters. I'll, I'll send a whole pack out for you. A whole Black Privilege publishing pack. Oh, y'all gonna make me cry. Thank you. Eddie, I'll definitely send it out. I tell our producer, put him on hold. Make sure you get her address. I'll, we'll send it out today, and I'll send you a Black Effect hat. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna uh, put you on hold. Okay. Thank you. All right, Mama. Hold on. Hello, who's this? Capri. Hey, Capri. How old are you? I am ten years old. Ten years old. Okay. Well, wow. Get it off your chest. Capri. Your parents let you listen to this show? Yeah. Oh, okay. is somebody coaching you? Is your mom with you? Yeah. Okay. Tell your mom good morning. We can hear her whispering. You're yeah. a terrible whisperer, mom. Hi, PJ. Hi, Charlie. Good morning. Well, what's up, Capri? Talk to us. So, how do you feel about um? 
the world changing? The world's changing, but I don't think it's changing for the better. I would feel much better if the world was changing for the good. It feels like the world is changing for the worse right now. Jesus. How, how do you feel about the world changing? Not really good about it. Yeah, me neither. From the mouth of babes, I think we need to listen to the kids. What would you do to change the world? Change global warming. Mm. Global warming is very I important. Think it's very important. Very yep. important. You heard about all of the permafrost, uh, the, what is it called, the permafrost effect, where all the like old prehistoric diseases are starting to come out because the glaciers are melting. Yeah. Yeah, that's horrible, right? Mm-hmm. What are you learning in school? Hmm? Oh, um, I've been learning about the ice age. Mm, yep. Wow. Yep. 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 You think there's going to be another ice age, or you think it's going to be heat? What do you think is going to take us all out? Heat. Heat, heat. right? Yeah. Capri, do you believe in aliens? Yes. Have you ever seen one? No. Me you think either. you'll see one in your lifetime? Probably later in life, yes. Yeah, we'll be gone by then. So how much time do you think we got left, Capri? Um, Maybe like 40 years. Wow. wow. That's it? Let's see, I'll be 85. Yeah. You'll only be 50. Mm-hmm. So what do we... We got to change this now, Capri. Yeah, we got to change, we gotta change now, this Capri. now, We need yeah, a little absolutely. bit more time. We need a little more time. So, Capri, if you could tell everybody right now that's listening, what would you tell them? How can we change the world? How can we make the world a better place? Tell them right now, Capri. Go. We could probably um, keep recycling to keep this world clean. Recycle. Uh, Yay. Okay. Done deal. And where are you from, Capri? What, what, What city? What state? I am from Texas. Texas. All right. Okay, Capri. Well, we appreciate you for checking in, and thank you so much, Capri. And tell your mom, um, don't don't throw that can in the trash. Put it in the recycling bin. That's morning. right. Okay, bye. Uh, uh, right, bye-bye, Capri. Capri. Have a great Peace. day in school. Have a blessed day. You too. You, too. you have a blessed day, too. Aww. You heard what the kid said. The kid said that y'all need to stop it, okay? Global warming is real. Climate change is real, you bastards. Tell y'all. All right, we got 40 years left, according to Capri. <laughs> All right. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake, wake up. Whether you're mad or blessed. It's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Good morning, it's Alex. Alex, what up, man? Get it off your chest, Alex. What's up, man? Yo, so I just want to put out a positive message. Uh, you know, I lost my, my brother this year. About a week after my birthday, he passed away. Uh, my mom just recently passed away. My grandfather just passed away, you know, and uh, I'm barely making that meeting, you know, driving an hour and a half each way to work every day and stuff but yo man i'm up and i'm smiling man you know if, if i'm still doing this man you know man anybody can do this man you know i i've done lost 17 friends in my life i ain't got nobody but me my son and my daughter man so you know if i'm still kicking man y'all can do this man all right you, you said you said all you got is your son and your daughter and yourself like that's not enough my brother that's all you need and some god that's what i'm saying man that's what i'm saying man i'm good i'm happy i'm up I'm smiling. I'm working 72 hours a week, man, barely making it by. But you know what? I'm alive. The air smells good. It feels good. I'm alive, man. And listening to you guys every morning, whoo, man, I get a smile on my face going to work, man. Well, man, thank, thank you, you brother. I'm glad that we can put a smile on your face. I'm telling you, man, that's all you need. Like, have a going, brother. We be stressing like we don't have everything we need, man. If you got right. your family and you got God, I promise you, you can get through anything. I promise you. Hello, who's this? DJ Envy, Charlotte Baby Cloud, good morning. OG Rob. OG Rob, what's up, OG? What's happening, y'all? Listen, man, it's always a blessing 
to call in here with y'all brothers, man. And before I do my thing, before we do our thing, y'all know how we give it up. Just want to say, brothers, we need to be prayerful right now in these times. You know what I'm saying? Right, we got to stay brother. prayed up. We got we got to stay prayed up, man. The devil is real busy right now to seek and destroy, man. You know what I mean? So I just want to say the prayers for us, man, and let us know, man, we got to stay prayed up today, brother. Too much going on. Right. But y'all know it's Friday, man. Okay, if you going to bar us up, do your thing. All right, check it out. I said, picture this. Get your lens right. Set the frame so you see it clear. Haters talking because I'm outside. Let me get a few bands first. Hustle hard, call it block work. Lanes all in the comments. Because I'm stuck on that power line. Man, this shit never makes sense. This is something for the small talk. We intent with full intent. Peak pressure on the pavement. Hip-hop is what I came with. Fools lost in that mumble rap. Going viral off of TikTok. Got something up to make them dance. Slide on them like flip-flops. Move an inch for preciseness. Sidestep, he gon' milly rock. Call it style what you want to. Old school, so get off mine. Check one to the check two. Skills proven off the walkthrough. Ooh. Center stage in my playground. Bag them up, make them comfortable. OG. 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 You know what I'm saying, y'all? You know what I mean? I got some bars. I okay, got some okay, bars. okay. You ready? Okay. Let's go. Life is too short for Charlotte to be playing some games. Now take some time and think about if it's really losing me. Why must it be this way? Oh God! Why do you have to play with my mind all the time? This is disgusting. Help me sing all I really want. You, you want to sing? Hey. No, I don't want to sing, man. Let me get some, yo. Let me get some. All right, go ahead. My name yeah, is yeah. Renard. I'm so petty. You use a spoon to eat your spaghetti. <laughs> what? <laughs> Tasting on your radio station. Friday the 13th, I'm going to play Jason today. Is the day that MCs play. If you smell rotten teeth, it's tooth decay. And Envy's gay. Bars. Bars. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And Envy dropped your song for you, so you know, be happy. That's your joke. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not paying him no attention. When he when he says be happy, he means gay. That's not true. Okay, gay. That is not true. Gay means happy. That's that, what he that, wants. That is not true. That's what he, that is not true. That's what he means. I just, I just want to. I just want to be a little happy. All that's all. I really want is to be, be a little happy. happy. He mean. He mean happy like gay. No, happy. that's not it. No, no. <laughs> OG Rob, you have a good weekend. Yo, y'all, y'all have a blessed weekend, brothers. Be safe, you and the family. All right, you too, now, brother. All right, now when we come back, we got your rumor report. We gotta talk Jada Pinkett Smith. Who is uh, Jada Pinkin Smith? What'd I say? Uh, Jada Pinkin Smith sound like he smell, sell mid in Texas. <laughs> Jada Pinkin. Jada, go see Jada Pinkin Smith over there selling mid in Texas. Well, we got to talk Jada. She has a book out and she is just loose lipping it and she got more to say. We'll, we'll get into it next. It's The Breakfast Club on BET. The Breakfast Club. Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code BREAKFAST. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points? Or have more or less than 8 assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code BREAKFAST. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with cold breakfast. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. 
Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick six not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Void where prohibited. See terms at picksix.draftkings.com slash promos. We all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner. What new roads are left to be discovered? What adventures lie just over the next ridge? Push beyond your current limits and find out. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. Where the road leads you and even where the off-road makes a way to. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination the journey itself, or both. Your SUV will match your tenacity mile after mile. And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without the need to connect to your phone. Along with Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Every one of Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. The world is waiting to be discovered. What are you waiting for? Learn more at Nissan US. USA.com. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. <sighs> Let's talk to Isley Brothers. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I'm gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Right. Yes. Damn, it's cold. Now, Ronald Isley was on the Breakfast Club a couple of months ago. And Charlemagne asked him about his relationship with his brother because it was rumors that they weren't seeing eye to eye on some things. How, how are things now? Because I know, I know your, one of your brothers uh, was, was suing you over the Isley Brothers trademark. Yeah, that, that's not really a problem. You know, uh, it's it's hard for me to discuss it now, but it's not a, that's not a problem whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Well, it's sad to say that uh, his brother, Rudolph, has passed away. He died at the age of 84. He was one of the founding members of the Isley Brothers uh and uh, that, that that only leaves Ronald as the sole surviving member of the original Isley Brothers, which was Ronald O'Kelly and Rudolph. Now, he also wrote their uh, first hit, Shout. You got it? Well, come on, Grandma. Come on, Granddad. Let's do a little dance. Shout. Shout. They still play this at the baseball games, football games, and all that. Shout. Shout. Calm your grandma down. Your grandma just lost it real quick. Your grandma just lost it real quick in the kitchen, didn't she? I hope those issues, uh, you know, were just business and not personal. Well, the the issue was the name. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, he said that, you know, Ronald shouldn't have the name. But Ronald said that you're not in the group. You're not performing. So that's why, you know, we use the name. But yesterday he left a statement that said there are no words to express my feelings and the love I have for my brother. Our family will miss him. But I know he's in a better place. So rest in peace to Rudolph Ice. Yeah, that's why I said. I hope those issues were just business and not personal because it would suck to have uh, unresolved, you know, personal issues with somebody that you love, mm-hmm. you know, and that's really, really close to you. But y'all might not have been on the best of personal terms when they passed. You know, that's something you got to live with forever. That's so right. I, ho- I hope it was just business and not personal, but definitely sending healing energy uh, to the good brother Ronald Isley. Yeah. Now, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, she's on tour. Of course, she has a book. She's that's, on tour. She's on tour. She has a book that's coming she's out. She's on tour. And she's been talking to pretty much everybody. Now, she was talking to Crystal Jordan at Rolling Out and just talking about her, you know, how she felt about Tupac and their chemistry. If there is such a thing as past lives, mm-hmm. I definitely think Pac and I have traveled a few together, yeah. <laughs> you know, in various forms. So has there ever been a time that you regretted the decision that you made not to take it to that level with him and to keep it in the friendship space? It just wasn't possible. There was no chemistry between us. <laughs> you know, I talk about it in the book. It's just hard to believe that we see chemistry with the two of you guys, even in the, the videos, mm. the videos you guys dance and there seems to be so much chemistry, but yeah, for your chemistry, it, it's, it's that friendship, love chemistry, okay. trust me. Okay, Jada, we're going to buy the book. All right, as a Pinkett Smith Winfrey Knowles Carter, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to buy the book. And I was looking at, uh, I didn't see the clip yet, but I, I saw my good peoples at All The Smoke, Salute to Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson. Uh, make sure you listen to the All The Smoke podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. I saw they put out a clip that said, Jada Pinkett Smith reveals that Tupac proposed to her while he was in jail. Can we get that clip too for later? Wow. Jesus Christ. Yeah, if you don't know Jada and Tupac, uh, they went to high school together in Baltimore. Uh, she also talked about, uh, you know, Baltimore and how she never wanted to be a drug dealer's girlfriend. So she talked about how drugs affected the area and, and her neighborhood. 
She said, I wasn't trying to use drugs. I surely wasn't going to be the drug dealer's girlfriend, but I wanted money so that I could be independent. I wanted to take care of myself. So she talks about actually selling drugs. So that's in the book as well. I'm going to buy the book. It's called Worthy. Okay, I actually cannot wait to read it. The press tour has worked this week. All right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I also saw a headline that said, Jada Pinkett Smith revealed she has actually never met Will Smith. No, shut up, man. But we did. Will Smith was up here, and Charlemagne asked Will Smith about, you know, everybody always talking about Tupac and Tupac and Jada's relationship and how he felt about it. So this was Will Smith talking about it when he was here. Ever jealous of the love Jada had for Tupac? That was in the early days, and it was like that's a, that was a big regret for me too, because I I could never open up to interact with with Pac. You know, they grew up together, and you know they loved each other, but they never had that. You know, they never had a a sexual relationship, relationship yeah. but they had come into that age where now that was a possibility. And then Jada was with me, but she just loved him like he was the image of perfection but she was with the Fresh Prince it's like y'all have so much in common no that's what Jada would say all yeah, the time she right. was like I'm telling you y'all are so similar you will you will love him and I just never I couldn't I couldn't handle it you know I was this I was the soft rapper from Philly right. and he was Pac right and I was <laughs> deeply insecure and just I, I wasn't man enough to handle that relationship Jesus Christ. Jada should just name this book All Eyes on Me, man. Well, we, we do have the clip that you were talking about where Jada Pinkett was on <gasps> All the Smoke. A lot of people might not know, but he proposed to you while he was in jail. I talk about this in the book when I go to see him in Rikers, when I wrote about that in the book and when I had to um, talk about it, uh, speak my words for the audible version of the book. That was probably one of the more painful parts seeing him there, the condition that he was in and having to leave him there. <clears throat> and um, he was in, he was, he was in, a, he was, he was, he was in bad shape. And so when he asked me to get married, he was at Rikers. Mm. And I knew at that time that A, he needed somebody to do time with him. Mm. Which I was going to do anyway. You didn't have to marry me to do that. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> do we need to hear Will Smith's side of this? Will Smith just need to remake I Am Mad at You, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just express all his feelings. Or keep your head up. About this. I'll keep your head up. You know what I mean? One of those two. No, no, no. I ain't mad at you. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody probably think he mad at Jada. Remember when Jamel Hill was here yesterday saying Will is not a victim? Mm -hmm. And everybody probably think he mad at Jada right now. Just go ahead and let Joanna Lucas uh, rewrite I Ain't Mad At You for uh, for Jada real quick, Will. I'll hit him up. Whatever you want to do, Will. Hit him up. More hit him up. More hit him up. Go change his first and then hit him do, up. Will. Yeah. Whatever you want to do, Will, we understand. Jesus. But All right. guess what? What? I'm getting the book. I, mean, I got to read this damn book. I have to read this book. It's I got to hear it. I want to hear her speak it. I like to read. I like. I'm old school. Could you like imagine her, her her speaking that though? What's that? I mean, she gonna sound like she's sounding in interviews. I like that. Damn. Drop on the clues, monster Jada Pinkett Smith. Okay. I don't know why. I just feel like I need to drop a bomb for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You out here doing your thug this okay? She said I ain't want to be God. a drug dealer's girlfriend, so I just sold it myself. This has been one of those book runs that actually has worked. I want to read the book. All right. <laughs> I'm right. probably gonna read the book anyway, but I really want to read the book now. Me too. You ain't got right. no copies yet, Daddy? Nope, not yet. You got one? How you got one copy and you keep it for yourself? Oh, next week. Oh, they sending oh, the copies next okay. week. All right.
All right, when we come back, we got front page news. Cedlin Figaro will be joining us, and then Joe Claire will be here, all right? You know, former uh, Rap City host, also comedian. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get back in some front page news. What up, Tiz? Going on, DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. Peace to the Hood Whisperer. Now, last night, Kansas City beat Denver 19-18 in the NFL. In the baseball playoffs, if you're still watching, uh, the Phillies beat the Atlanta Braves. They move on to the National League Championship it, Series against the Arizona Diamondbacks. And it's very important to note that the Broncos are now 1-5. Uh, I mean, as of right now, the Russell Wilson era, uh, or the Sean Payton era, has not worked in Denver. No. In no way, shape, or form. No, not at all. But let's jump right into the news. Let's let's jump into these two offices. Yes, yeah, split birdie. God damn. You're going to jump split. into the two offices? Oh, come stop it, man. <laughs> Kinky this morning. Go ahead. It is Freaky Friday, but uh, two officers face a split verdict in Elijah McClain's death. Uh, listen to the report, and then I'll give you just some additional information on the other side. Split verdict in the death of Elijah McClain. The 23-year-old black man died in 2019 after being subdued by police and injected with the sedative ketamine. One officer, Randy Rodema, was found guilty of negligent homicide and third-degree assault, both felonies. The assault conviction carries a penalty of up to 16 years in prison. A second officer, Jason Rosenblatt, was acquitted. Man, now, yeah. yeah, just some additional information uh, when he died. And again, this was 2019. Remember, we talked about yesterday how they moved so swiftly on uh, Carly Russell. But uh, this was 2019. After he was given the drug, McLean went into cardiac arrest and was declared brain dead. Uh, he died several days later. Now, the coroner's report that was released in 2021, which obviously a couple of years after he died, said that the death was caused by the administration of the sedative, as you heard in the report. But the coroner could not rule out the possibility that the chokehold uh, contributed to his death. Uh, because obviously a chokehold restricts blood flow to the brain. Uh, after the verdict, his mother said that this is what happens uh, in the divided states of America. And she was visibly upset, you know, as she uh, left the parking lot. Yeah, it is amazing to me, you know, how many of these stories I can honestly say I forgot about. You and me and, both. And, and I remember when this first happened and that young man was begging for his life, you know, mm -hmm. saying he doesn't eat meat. And it's one of those stories that when you unfortunately listen to the video or well, listen, to, listen to the audio, you kind of like trying to suppress out of your brain because you don't want to, you know, hear somebody suffering in that way. Mm -hmm. But it's just sad that we we we, we kind of we well, I can only speak for me just just kind of move on from from these things and you forget that these cases are even going on. You know, it's it's crazy when I when I read it and I seen Elijah McClain, I I was like, well, who's a lot? Which one is Elijah McClain? That's because sad. it happened so much, you know. What I mean, until you know, mm -hmm. we just brought the story up. It's very sad. Mm -hmm. And I just want to point out that during uh, the trial, because Foster asked, you know, why, how did he get in the chokehold? What happened with that? Uh, and the officers uh, just said he looked suspicious in a high crime area. He was just walking to the store. Doesn't that sound familiar? You remember again, Trayvon Martin, but obviously yep. that was, you know, officer situation. But still, uh, he was walking to the store. Uh, they told him to stop. He said, you know, I have the right to walk wherever I want to walk. And they said, well, you also should stop because you look suspicious. And that's what happened. So very, wow. very unfortunate. And yeah, you, you people forget about these. You become uh, numb Absolutely. to them. Unfortunately, because it happens so much. So yeah, and a bum ass, a bum ass dude just driving. You know what I'm saying? Got the audacity to look at somebody like Elijah McClain and just he he sized him up. That's right. You know, said he looks sketchy and he might be a good person or a bad person. Like, come on, man, That's so crazy. Mm -hmm. Now let's talk about the safest cities in America. 
Yeah, Save the Cities America. You guys had talked uh, earlier about uh, you know what's happening today uh, in New York, but let's talk about uh, how a few of the a few cities have been deemed you know not so safe. America's biggest and most famous cities have a, a, a safety problem from crime to financial problems and the threat of national disasters. So a new poll you know has listed out these cities and wanted to give a few of them to you. Rounding out the safety cities is overall uh, Joshua, uh, New Hampshire is number one as safe the safe cities. The others, Maryland is two, South uh, Burlington, Vermont three, Gilbert, Arizona four, and Warwick, Rhode Island five, and Columbia uh, ranks as the safest city in the country when it comes to home, community safety, and South Burlington is the top location for financial safety. What Columbia? Now, Columbia where? Uh, Columbia, I just said it, hold on. Maryland. Ma uh, Maryland. Uh -huh. Oh, it must be Maryland, because they damn sure ain't South Carolina. Salute to the 803, <laughs> the Metro, what's happening? Love Columbia. <laughs> But no, uh, I don't think we would ever make that list. Yeah. Now, the major cities that have problems uh, is New York, Chicago, Houston. Uh, it's a big concern right now uh, going on with that with the mayor's race uh, with Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee and, and tough on crime is one of the major issues they're talking about. Uh, San Francisco, Seattle, Atlanta and Philadelphia. So those are the cities that have the, the problems, according to this this poll. Yeah, I was driving in today and it's, it's crazy because I, I got to see the city change. At one time, you know, we, we've always had a lot of homeless people, but you didn't see. It's almost looking like L.A. When I mean looking like L.A., I was driving by and in L.A., that's where you would see, you know, homeless people in tents. You would see the big boxes like you would see like the homes made out of makeshift things. And I'm starting to see that a lot in New York now. So that just tells me that they, they that they're having a huge problem. They can't find places to put people. They can't find uh, people can't find jobs. It's, it's, it's a lot of problems out there for New York. It's also amazing how most of the safest cities, with the exception of Columbia, Maryland, I've never heard of. And they probably mm -hmm. want to keep it that way. I never heard they, of Columbia, Maryland. You never heard of Columbia, Maryland? No. No, I definitely heard of Columbia, Maryland. Columbia, Maryland. But I, yeah, I, I've never heard of these cities, and they probably want to keep it that way. They're probably mad that Ted's even shot at them out. I'm just sure they are. Don't blow our spot up. <laughs> I'm okay. sure Stay out their business. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, that is front page news. Thank you, Tiz. Uh -huh. Have a great weekend. And make sure you uh, subscribe to Ted Lynn Figueroa's podcast, The Scrape Shot, No Chaser podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. And follow at Ted Lynn Figueroa on all social media platforms. All right. Now, when we come back, Joe Clear, comedian Joe Clear, former host of Rap City, will be joining us. And I hope that you've been watching the Welcome to Rap City documentary on BET all week, man. Uh, there's a lot of things that got left on the cutting room floor. Joe Clay will be telling us about some of those things. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Hold on, let me just... The legendary. Oh, man, I, just, I see he got his Morgan State. Oh, really, bro? So really, just, bro? You know, I just you know want to put my helmet <laughs> here. Oh, man. We got the brother Joe Clear here. <laughs> Joe Cleasy. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. How y'all doing, man? Explain this to me now. Like, I know the, the Hampton-Howard rivalry, but what's Morgan State So here, every man? HBCU thinks it's the greatest HBCU that has ever been HBCU. Gotcha. Correct. Gotcha. The only real one is Morgan State. But then okay. the other ones still feel like they are a Morgan State. Got so you, you have that you. Howard Hampton thing on Morehouse thinks it's Morgan State. You. you know, wow. FAMU thinks it's Morgan State. And no, this I love those institutions, great institutions who turn out incredible people, but they're yeah. not. Yeah, watch your mouth. 
Yeah, Morgan, Morgan State. State. I, yeah, I was going to go to Morgan State because that's the first school that's on the tour. You know, that's you go not to helping your argument here. I'm going to tell you, I was going to go to Morgan. <laughs> I was going to go to, you know, we go to Morgan, Howard, VSU, Virginia Union, uh-huh. and then Hampton. Hampton, mm-hmm. right? When I went to Morgan State, I remember it like it was yesterday. We The first thing we go on that on the campus, well, whatever you want to call it a campus. Oh, and, no, you didn't. Just because y'all got that little river running behind y'all little, little school. Little, I heard campus, this story Little before. campus. And then you know what I seen on my dad's scene? Y'all were playing craps on the steps. That's my a, dad was like... This is same thing as Queens. Why are you going to leave Queens to come to Baltimore? That's the school to you want to go play to. craps on the steps. That's what These made me class. go to. So mine was the complete opposite. As okay. soon as I seen the crowd, I was like, this is the place for me. This is, place. Oh, this is definitely the place for I, for me to get a degree. Oh, it was perfect. They, they made them five years. <laughs> them five years served me well. well five years in Baltimore. You didn't do it in four. No, I ain't do it in four. Me neither. I did it in five. Too. No, I, I, did, I did my five and I was a RA. Man, I did everything you could do at school, though. I was the mascot one semester. Were you really? I needed a gym credit. Okay. I needed a gym credit. Uh, they was like, you want to go lift weights or you want to be the mascot? I said, man, give me the bear outfits. You know? <laughs> I, was the, <laughs> I was the most DC bear they ate. I had on my new balance because <laughs> it was a raggedy suit. Right. Listen, Charlemagne, it was a raggedy suit okay. at the time. We didn't have the funding to get a new mascot outfit at that time. Right. Morgan State was going through some things. So they gave me the old one that they used to have. And that, the, hat, the head was perfect. Mm-hmm. The suit, mm, the feet. Garbage. Garbage. So I used to rock whatever. <laughs> the bear would come out rocking okay. fresh new butters, <laughs> new butter Tims. And everybody, who is the bear? Who is the bear? He fresh, whoever the bear is, he fresh. He fresh. fresh. The freshest bear we ever had. Uh, honestly, if you walk on an HBCU campus and rolling dice scares you, you might not need to go to an HBCU. <laughs> Now, it is scary, man. My pops was like, this is the same thing I've seen in Queens. And I, I don't want my kid, you know, rolling craps. But that was, so, so what it is, we wasn't rolling craps. That was a probability study. Oh. That, see, you ah. your father wasn't, ah. see, your pops wasn't here. That you. was just a probability study. I got you. I got from you. some kids in the engineering right. department. Now, let's, right. let's talk about what's going on For in, sure. in, in, in Morgan right now, Morgan State. You know, uh, there was a shooting there recently. Yes. Uh, you guys have canceled the homecoming. And, and there was a lot going on. So, have you reached back out to the school? How, how is everything happening now? Because I know you're, you're, you're big when it comes to giving back to that school. So uh, I was supposed to actually host our homecoming gala, which is the, the biggest fundraiser of the year. I host the gala each year, shirt, you know, tuxedo out. And that got postponed to December the 8th. The official homecoming got canceled. Okay. Mm. But black people homecoming went on as planned. Oh, they were still partying. Oh, they were still partying. They called it because the homecoming got canceled, brunch. Okay. Because the homecoming got canceled, day party. Because okay. the home So we, you know, you have thousands of people who were looking forward to this weekend. So they came down and had a great time and showed solidarity. After the shooting, you had mothers. There was a group of mothers who got together who didn't have kids in school who came up just to show support for wow. kids who were far away from home who needed a mom. Oh, wow. If you need a hug, if you need to ask a mom question real quick, I'm we're standing right here. Oh, wow. And so while the tragedy happened, and we, you know our, our prayers are with those students and their families and everybody affected, there's also this gigantic push of solidarity, this gigantic push of unity. Um, this is a new Morgan State, and we're going to stand together to shake off some of the old reputation mm-hmm. and move in a, in a new positive way. When things like this pop up, it throws a monkey wrench into the we're a new Morgan thing. So we came out even stronger. Yeah. We, that's why I've been I've been orange and blue 
since that day, you know, my kids are walking around with the hats and everything else, and I'm screaming it out as much as I possibly can. These institutions, you know, I don't have to come on here and preach to you what an HBCU right, right, right. means for our community. So, um, you know, at this time in my life, I'm happy to be able to be there for my school, whatever they need. They call me for anything. If the students need anything, my frat brothers need anything, they hit me up and like, Let's go do X, Y, and Z. You think they should have canceled homecoming? I think it was a good call by uh, Dr. Wilson is a, is an incredible uh, leader for that school. And let's imagine if he didn't cancel. This black mama ain't canceling. It's a tragedy. So he did the smart thing. He did the, the thing that someone in academia should do. Mm-hmm. Let's cancel this. Everybody else, though, we went and partied and everybody had a great time. <laughs> no, yeah, because all the events around homecoming. Oh, none, yeah. of got, none of that got shut down. No, no, yeah, no, no, no. Nah, you ain't you ain't canceling Red Essence. You ain't canceling the go-go because, you know, you're not even supposed to have a go-go in Baltimore in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the fact that you got a go-go in Baltimore, oh, we coming. Yeah. And you're not canceling that. Why you can't have go-go in Baltimore? It's too old. You, Baltimore. Break it down. Most of the country doesn't, re- doesn't know that there is a unspoken rivalry between the African-American community in Baltimore and the African-American community in D.C. Okay. They got their own language. They the own, and, the and, and so we have two... Di- we grew up with two different, like you said, cultures. Mm-hmm. Different accents, music, food we dig, way we dress, and the, and, and the like. So when I got to Baltimore, there was no go-go whatsoever. Mm. You did not... Don't even, don't even bring that up. In Baltimore now, because of I think because of the 20, 30 years that DC has been heavy going to Morgan State, making alliances in the city. My wife is from the West Side. First, okay. let me say that my wife is from the West Side of Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And when I married a Baltimore woman, the DC women like, hold on, uh, uh-uh, Joe, uh, 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 no, that's not what we doing. I was like, oh, that's what we doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, 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 <laughs> you ain't. <laughs> Go ahead and say you, you don't sleep with her. <laughs> you, you haven't had some of that that old bay that she's serving. <laughs> uh, she's got a crab boil for your ass that you <laughs> you don't know nothing about. And so um, I think that there's 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 slowly but surely there's there's an alliance that has been coming. Uh, between Baltimore and DC, at least the 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 hard line has been softened. I won't say there's an alliance, but the hard line has been softened. But you never hear about this rivalry that we had mm-hmm. that goes on. I think it's the stupidest thing ever. I think that the two uh, communities, African American communities, in those major cities, DC's a major city, Baltimore's a major city. I think we need to come together. Absolutely. Is there anything that brings y'all together? I would think like comedy, right? Because I think y'all got comedy such an underrated. Comedy is an underrated comedy scene in Baltimore, DC. Because you got Dave, you got Donnell, yeah, you got so, yourself, so here's, so Earthquake, here, Just Hilarious. So here's how we feel about that. It, the same applies. Mm-hmm. So so it's like this. Growing up, anything coming out of Baltimore, you just automatically X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you in Baltimore, anything coming out of DC, you just automatically X. Mm-hmm. Nah, they, you don't know them. I, I learned that from my ball, <laughs> my Baltimore goons. Mm-hmm. What's up with y'all? <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't saying no names. Mm-hmm. What's up with y'all? But I know some straight goons. And and you know Baltimore, you know the wire was real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's 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 keep let's keep it a buck. The wire was real. Yeah. And the climate in Baltimore is is serious. It's very very serious. So it's going to take. 30, 40 years for that alliance to pop off. Hey, I'm 30, not, 40? Mm. You're yeah. talking about black folks yeah. who are set in their ways. Black folks are very, very slow yeah, to change. That's true. And unless you have a reason to change, a very 
straightforward reason to change. Ain't, ain't going to be that much change. All right, when we come back, we're kicking it with Joe Clear. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're kicking it with Joe Clear, of course, from Rap City. Charlemagne. So you got into comedy. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then comedy led to radio or TV first? Comedy led to TV first. Because I was watching raps. I was watching uh-huh. the doc, and I saw that you... Called Rap City every day. Listen, bro. I called Rap City <laughs> once a week. Every day. I called BET once a week. I was watching the show every day, like everybody else. Rap City. Rap City. Who was the I'm, host at the time? Dejo and Chris. Okay. And Les had just come on. Les had just come on, and I'm watching every day. Now BET is in Northeast, which is not too. It was wasn't too far from my house, so I'm like, I'm close. I'm this this close. So I started calling like four one one, and then can I have the director? <laughs> and they finally give me Keith Pashel, and I get his voicemail, and I leave the message, and he didn't call back. Let me call again. You know when you nineteen and you got That's that, right. you don't have any clue how the industry works. Right. So I just kept calling. Well, he never called me back, but a friend of mine, Jay Nice, who was in the episode last night, DJ Jay Nice, mm-hmm. was DJing. He's like, I'm gonna be on Rap City tomorrow. I said, You gonna be on Rap City tomorrow? Can I roll with you? He's like, yeah, sure. I said, where y'all shooting at? He said, I don't know. I said, tell them they can shoot in my house. He's like, all right, cool. I'll tell them. He ain't, I, now, I hadn't told anybody. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Nissan has a car for everyone, and that means every driver who wants more. Whatever your more is, more freedom, more head-turning style, more exhilaration, Nissan has it. Get more exhilaration behind the wheel of the Nissan Z, the sports car built to deliver the most thrilling drive ever. Make more moves with the Nissan Rogue that can switch between power and fuel efficiency at the press of the pedal. If you're craving more adventures with your crew, try the Nissan Pathfinder, the vehicle with the muscle to help you handle the journey. Want more of a rush with your drive? Zip around in the agile and stylish Nissan Sentra. And for a drive that's positively more electric, the Nissan Aria has the perfect combination of raw power and refined luxury. When you want more of what makes driving exciting, from sports cars and sedans to EVs, pickups and crossovers, you can rely on Nissan. Because more is all we do. To get the endless excitement and the more you've been looking for, check out Nissan's amazing lineup. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. 2023 EPA Fuel Economy Estimates. 30 City MPG. 37 Highway MPG. 33 Combined MPG for Rogue S and SV Front Wheel Drive. 28 City MPG. 35 Highway MPG. 31 Combined MPG for Rogue S and SV All Wheel Drive. 29 City MPG. 36 Highway MPG. 32 Combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum Front Wheel Drive. 28 City MPG. 34 Highway MPG. 31 Combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum All Wheel Drive. Actual mileage may vary with driving conditions. Use for comparison only. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, 
a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements. Along with funding programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. I was calling Rap City every week. Mm, Look like a goddamn food. So... He called me back and said, yo, we'll be at your house tomorrow at 11. I said, you going to be at my house tomorrow at 11 to shoot Rap City? He said, yes. He said, we'll be at your house tomorrow. I said, cool. I hung up the phone. And for people listening that don't know, BET used to be out of D.C. Right. They weren't yes. in New York. They, they used to be out of D.C. Yep. Okay. It, was out, it, was out of, it was out of D.C. Mm-hmm. So, sure enough, they show up the next day and Chino XL, boom, 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 boom. So, I'm like, oh, man, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm my mind blown. I'm a hip-hop head. I'm my mind. Whatever y'all need. I got beer in the refrigerator. We had no, we had no furniture. I had a bond. It was exposed bricks, wall, spiral staircase, fireplace, no, no furniture. It was, it was perfect for a Rap City shoot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the producer said, hey, man, you a comedian? I said, yeah. He said, I saw you. You opened for Paul Mooney. Wow. Now, I had snuck in Paul Mooney's show and begged for five minutes. This time, they always told me no, but this time, one of the security knew me from the club. I like, nah, that's funny. Put him on. So I got on. They let me do that. Fast forward eight months later, yo, you open for Paul Mooney. I was like, yeah, he's like, man, you funny, but I didn't know your name. Blah, 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 blah. Hey, we might be looking for, yeah, all he had to say is we might be looking for, I'm your guy. <laughs> Whatever the f- looking for, I can do it. Mm-hmm. And he had me shoot a few things while I was standing there with Chino XL and them, and then they gave me a couple of auditions. And next thing you know, I was the co, I was co-hosted with Big Legs. You know what I realized last night watching that documentary? Not realized. It reminded me you and Les had some of the greatest chemistry I've ever seen any duo have. <laughs> period. Mm-hmm. Did y'all know each other before that? Uh, so I work really well with women specifically because of what I was taught about women. And then my brother taught me about respecting people. Mm. Period. Mm-hmm. 
That's how. That's what me and Les were off the break. Mm -hmm. And since she was already there, she knew more than I did. So I, I kind of gave her this big sister thing. Yo, show me this and show me that. And how does this work? And I don't know these hip hop guys. And mm -hmm. oh, who is that? Could you? Can you introduce me? That's how that chemistry worked out. Now some of her friends. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> what's up with Joe? It was a different chemistry. Les, <laughs> what's up with Joe? Let me show you what little bro do. <laughs> <laughs> now, so why did you leave? What ended with Rhapsody? Why did you leave Rhapsody? So I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you both versions. Mm -hmm. The version from where I sit now mm -hmm. in my fifties, Stephen Hill was a guy coming into BET who needed to to make his thing work. He had been hired to make this thing work. Mm -hmm. That means people gonna get let go. Sets are gonna get changed. Systems are gonna get tossed up. I was new to that though. I didn't know that that's how that worked. And we were a BET family up until that point. Mm. When it happened, Stephen Hill called me and Les in his office. Mm -hmm. And he says, so, uh, you know, we're going to go in another direction. I was like, cool. What's the direction? <laughs> I, had, I, had, I had never heard that before. I had never heard we going in another oh, direction before. I heard that four before. times. I had never Every heard that I heard before. Fight. That was the, <laughs> right. Exactly. That was the first time I heard that, and that meant that you would be you you were getting let go. From how I understood the industry at that time, I thought that was just the most f***ed up move. Like he ain't shake my hand and like take us to lunch and be like, "Bruh, we love you, but you know this is what it is." And then, and then it was just a cold heart. Uh, we're going in another direction. And to his credit, man, he came in and did what he had to do. And look at where I, where BET went from there. It became such an iconic brand for everybody. But I was wondering, and I was I was thinking about the doc watching this last night. Did you and Les even get a chance to audition for 106? Because that was the other thing that happened. Oh, no. They launched 106, and oh, 106 no. kind of phased Rhapsody. I didn't even ask. That would make that was a no brainer to me. So, so what happened is did it phase Rhapsody out? Nah, they, Rap they City still, kept going. Still, Rap City kept going. But 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 it wasn't the shiny jewel no more right. network. Rap City. Uh and what I didn't even know about 106 in Park until I got tapped to do Mad Sports. I was living here in the mm -hmm. tri-state. Mm -hmm. I was living in Jersey. Mm -hmm. And I was coming into the city all the time. And so uh they changed they New York, they, New York's a new hub and all this other stuff. And I started doing Mad Sports. I started hosting that show. So I had to come up to the BET offices one day. I see AJ. Well, I had known AJ from Howard when mm -hmm. he he was a party promoter mm -hmm. and a kid, you know, a dude around town in D.C. from, you know, the college scene. We would bump heads a lot. So I was like, oh, the f*** you doing here? He's like, yo, on a new show. I was like, what's the show? He's like, 106 and Park. I was like, boom, bet. all right, let me know if you need anything, you know, good going, good to see you. I'll catch you. I'm doing mad sports. And that's how I found out about 106 and Park. Yeah. It just baffles my mind because when you got two talented people like yourselves, you would think that y'all would always be top of the mind for BET. It's the game. Yeah. The game. Yeah, come on. You've yeah. seen it. You've seen it. Both of us. Of all of us. Seen yeah. The game is, and, and let me say this for the people who are listening. When you get into this industry, any the media, music, uh, entertainment, and all of those other things, remember that you chose this game. Because mm -hmm. the game's got rules that you did not set in place. You got to learn how to roll with them rules and keep getting, a, getting ahead mm -hmm. or become a bitter, old, used to be, I could have been mm -hmm. type of motherfucker. I was like, I right, them's the rules. Keep it moving. Mm -hmm. I still go out every weekend and go get a bag telling jokes. Mm -hmm. You know, so when they making all these changes and things are going up and down, okay, I'll see y'all on Monday. 
Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in Tallahassee this weekend, or you catch me, you know, I'll be in LA this weekend yeah. telling jokes. So for me, a lot of that got to roll off my back, and I'm remembering this the game, man. Then they, uh, after you guys, was Tigger. And then Tigger, Tigger so yeah. Tigger was on with us. Tigger started doing yeah. news, and then he became like his three hosts. So it was me, Les, and Tigger. And then Steven came and was like, okay, why don't we just keep Tigger? And that's how that worked. Now, Tigger and I go back to Sunday Night Hip Hop Show on WPGC. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's where we, me and Tigger used to flow every Sunday night. You you was always nicer than Tigger, too, by the way. I just want to throw that out there. As a rapper, <laughs> salute to Tigger, you know. While I am a comedian and I take hip hop very, very seriously, I never tried to be on the show saying I'm a rapper. Let me stay in my place because this is to highlight cats who have record deals, cats who are moving and shaking in this industry that we love so much. So let them shine. I mean, I want to ask too. You know, back then, you know, when we seen people on TV, for some reason, we automatically thought they was rich, right? We thought they were getting bread. They thought that, I mean, that's what you thought, right? Because you see them on television, right? Do you remember how much you were making back then? Did anybody see the documentary when Deborah Lee said, we were on a shoestring budget? I did. You know that little thing at the end of the shoestring? Yes. That's the budget we was on. <laughs> Not the little plastic part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the budget we had at Rap City. So that's why I kept a radio job and comedy. So when I do Rap City or do television, do radio, those things are just adding to the what comedy. I'm already getting. But... I wasn't made, I wasn't becoming wealthy. All right, when we come back, we're kicking it with Joe Claire. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're kicking it with Joe Claire, of course, from Rap City. Charlemagne. Another thing, too, I was watching the doc, man. I've always loved the interview you did with Big. That's that's an iconic interview. Big, yeah. And um I knew that was Big's I couldn't I, I knew that was Big's last interview it was his last television interview. interview i think yeah. i think i think sway might have been his last radio it was radio yeah he was doing he went and did the radio now did y'all shoot that in la shot it in la that's when he was laying like in the park right when he was yeah, we sitting in the, in so we really we were on a sound stage and they were shooting the hypnotized video the dance scenes were going on in there so they took a break from that sat us outside and that's how that interview popped off always wondered were you concerned for your safety shooting that in LA at the time because it was all the East Coast West Coast beef and all of that I'm concerned for my safety every day yeah 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 uh, so my head is always on a swivel so I didn't feel any more concerned than I normally feel when I go to LA I just know like doing Rap City the thing that I knew was when you go to somebody hood when you go to a city you abide by their rules you shut your mouth don't start no shit won't be no shit so, nah, I didn't have any extra concerns for my safety that day. We had plenty of security, and I'm a civilian. Yeah, yeah. Then I sit and I do the interview. It's a great day. C's and Junior Mafia right behind us. The dancer girls are over there, of course. And then Biggie said, you want to smoke something? Ah, <laughs> the day just got better. I'm not a smoker, but if you're going to smoke with somebody, you're going to smoke with Biggie, Biggie Smoke. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I had to catch a red eye that night because I was going out on the Def Comedy Jam tour. This was the first night. So I had to fly home Wednesday after getting the interview, pack my bags, get on the, the tour buses coming from Kid Capri Lee, New Jersey, coming down to D.C., pick me up, and then we drive to Dallas. We do the show in Dallas, and next night we go to Houston, do the show in Houston, had a ball, and 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning, Kid called my phone. It's like, yo, they say Biggie got shot. I'm, You know, it's 4 o'clock in the morning, you've been out drinking and shit. I'm like, whatever. You know, it's just some more hip-hop hearsay bull. Then my girlfriend at the time called me. She was like, they say Biggie got shot. Let me turn on headline news. Y'all remember headline news used to every half hour? First story. Rapper Christopher Wallace has been gunned down. And At this point, the interview wasn't out. Interview's not out. I just, it was, 
This is Sunday morning. I just was there Wednesday. Mm. This is Sunday morning at 6 in the morning. So, nah, no interview out. They ain't get time to chat. They still in L.A. partying. Mm-hmm. And just those next couple of weeks, when I got to reflect on it, I realized I was just numb because mm. Tupac had just died. And now Biggie got killed. And I was like, we cannot be that dumb, mm. are we? Black folks, we really not that stupid, are we? Is this who we are? Time has shown that, unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's sad. It was it was one of those times, Charlemagne and Envy, where I really just, I'm very us. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I, I, man, a lot of that. So a lot of the, like, hanging out that I just did not want to do. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. because I don't know what you on. And then I've, and I watched Cats. I knew some of the most righteous dudes. Next thing I know, he, he, he come with the chain and the, and he got to get his swag together. You? You already, you? You've been made since you was 19 years, 10 years old. You've been made. You've been a man. I know your family. I know what you stand on. You switching up because the you think this is what the culture doing? Damn. My head up and has colored how I see us since then. Nothing has changed your mind about it? I mean, remember, leading up to that, I sat in the middle of the East Coast, West Coast thing every week, every day. Every rapper's got something to say about the other coast. Is that what made you start saying East Coast, West Coast? Worldwide, I took it straight from the Lost Boys. Yes, we really need to. We really need to do mm-hmm. this. Big shout out to Mac Ten and Fat Joe because I don't know if you guys remember they did a movie, Thicker Than uh, Thicker Than Water, or Blood? Some, something like that. Blood, and Blood, then Blood, and Fat Joe realized, and Fat Joe used to be coming up to the show like, man, f- that I'm keeping the flame going on this East Coast West Coast. After that, I see Joe and he's like, nah, they cool. And then as you see Mac Ten and Mac Ten like, nah, they cool. They super cool. And then you found out it really wasn't the East Coast versus it was the media making yeah. it and it was Pac against Biggie and they used to be best friends and now we looking at really this came down to two best friends, fell out, now they have other influences and that just got bigger and bigger and bigger. It was out of their control. You know, we have, we have conversations on The Breakfast Club that have ended up confrontational. Did, did y'all have any of those on Rap City that y'all, y'all didn't Bruh, hear? The only person who ever, like, tried to sum me, he summed me one time. It was my first live taping, and I'm interviewing Pete Rock and C.L. Smooth. Oh, boy. Who's my me? heroes. My, I know the album back to, backward and forward. I know everything. I know every syllable of that album. <laughs> so it's like, five, four, three, two, go. I'm like, hey, it's Rap City, Joe Claire here, blah, 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 and I do my thing. So what's up with you? And then I don't get nothing from CL. He's pretty, you know. So then the camera's cut off. He's like, yo, son, you mad extra. <laughs> I said, say what? I said, what you mean? He's like, yo, over the top, B. You like mad extra, son. Yo, yo, bring it down a little bit. Five, four, three, two. All right, y'all, it's your man Joe Claire here on Rap City. I got bigger. How did, you, how did that end? For me, I took it as a, a vet, somebody who was in the industry, showing me what he thought I should be. Mm-hmm. No skin off my, you know, that's what you think I should be. <laughs> I already know Joe Claire. And if there's nothing, I, I know Joe, I know what Joe Claire do, and I, I, I stayed extra for, <laughs> for, for five years. We man, appreciate Joe Claire, you, brother. Man, nah, we, I appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all watch, watch the, man, sure y'all watch this conversation. Bro. Oh man, and, and we time. just let me get. There's a few things I like to get off my please, chest. Make please. sure you follow. Make sure you follow me at Joe Claire on all mm-hmm. social media platforms. Um, 
If you are in the DMV, watch me every day at 3 o'clock on Fox 5. It's called the DMV Zone. I am on the news every day. And it's you'll see it when you tune in. And other than that, just follow your boy, Matt. When you got to, when your next shows? I do my own shows monthly at a play, at a spot called Bowie in Bowie, Maryland. So we do a comedy show in Bowie. Very uh, intelligent, uh, well-to-do black crap. So I love going in there. Um, we got heavy hitters coming through each and every month. So just you can just check the schedule there. And then uh, let me see. I'll be at the. <laughs> you go to JoeClaire.com. Yeah, there you go. Just, just go there, lad. Just go. Thank you. He's struggling. Sure. He's struggling. Sure. Well, it's Joe Claire, ladies and gentlemen. And make sure you watch the Rap City Doc. On yes. BC. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Oh, 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 oh. Watch that documentary on BET. Okay. Watch the Rap City documentary this weekend. It's three parts. And I'm not telling y'all that because we on BET. I'm telling y'all that because I like the documentary. You said it's good. It's very good, man. It's Rap City. That's what we grew up on. I was born in 1978. Mm -hmm. Okay, when you grew up in that era, that's what we used to run home and watch on television. Before there was a, a, a TikTok and an Instagram it's and TikTok, so. um, all of other platforms. Before it was any of that, that's all we had. Yeah, it was uh, Ralph McDaniel's Video Music Box. It was... Well, that's if you in Raps, New York. Yeah, it was Rap City and it was Yo! MTV Raps. That's if you in New York, you had Ralph City, Rap, uh, Rap City. I'm not Rap City, uh, Video Music Box. Video Music Box, Ralph yeah. McDaniels. Yep. We didn't have that in the rest of the country. And did, you have, did you have the thing where um, you would have to pay for videos? That was the box. That was I, I used to see that when I used to go to uh, visit my family in Orlando, Florida. I used to see the box. I think it was called the box. The box, yeah. yeah. You had to pay for it. I think it was like 99 cents. You could pay for a video, and then you'd have to wait for that video to come on. I don't know how we ever paid for videos. What do we have? What, what, I, I never credit paid, card. I never paid yeah. for it. I just sat there and waited and hoped my video came on exactly. that I wanted to see. I didn't. Pay I remember for that it. the box. Mm -hmm. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Cardi B. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I'm gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Right. right. Now, uh, yesterday was Cardi B's birthday, and she had a, a big extravaganza, and Offset took care of her for her birthday. But uh, they taped her. She was in the car, and she was smoking a cigarette, and people were commenting about her smoking cigarettes. Well, you know Cardi B. She's not never going to hold her tongue. So she responded to those people uh, talking down on her for smoking a cigarette. You is out here drinking NyQuil mixed with a Benadryl. Yeah, pop it. Y'all not even getting the right um, perks and let me talk about you bitches you bitches went from popping perks to popping zannies and shit. you bitches out here walking around with sleepy pussy, and you out here that a bitch that be stressed the fuck out smoke a little cigarette give me the that's just a PSA from Cardi B she sounds like she need a cigarette <laughs> <laughs> Cardi, Cardi stop letting them people scratch you out on your born day man Damn. Shout out to Barty B. Now, also, uh, Shaquille O'Neal and Allen Iverson, uh, they just been they just got jobs at Reebok. Shaquille O'Neal was announced as president of Reebok Basketball Division, and Allen Iverson was named vice president, which I think is pretty dope. I love it. Drop on the clues, bonds for Shaq and AI. Love it. I don't think I would be wearing Reeboks if it wasn't for them two. Absolutely. I, yeah. I'm trying to think. The only Reeboks I've ever bought in my life. Oh, you know the, well, the Iversons and, and the Pops. Iverson Shacks and the D Browns. I've oh, had the, the D Browns. Browns. Definitely the D bought the D Browns and the Fifty Four Elevens. Yeah, Fifty Four Elevens. Oh, for the you know you buy those for the, the ladies. Low, low, low. I thought you low, maybe low, like low, it. If you like low. it, don't worry about buy it. Buy that for a low one. Now in uh, the new position, uh, he will lead. Both of them will lead Reebok's basketball strategy and cultivate partnerships with team athletes to execute new brand deals and regain relevance and dominance in professional basketball. So I guess they'll be using them to, to get new athletes signed on to Reebok. Love it. Mm -hmm. Now, Jeannie Mai was talking to Sherry Shepard, and this is what she was saying on the Sherry Shepard show. 
And I know um, because I'm, I'm one that has been through it and, and yes. we are praying for you, but you're going through this divorce. How you doing, Mama? You know, I'm not going to lie. You know, it takes every day to, to just really sit and just be quiet in your thoughts, take care of me. Um, but one thing I know is you give God your pain, he will give you his power. Period. So every day, I'm like, here you go. You got room for more? Here's some more. Here you go. I'm just taking it day by day, you know? How are you handling this being a mom, oh Monaco? You know, Monaco, that is my North Star. Yeah. And I can definitely tell you that I don't know if I would handle this the same way without her because today, I'm able to look at her and I can say, what would I advise you if you were in my shoes? Yes. And it changes everything. Mm -hmm. So I'm so thankful. Now, we know Jeezy is a notoriously private person, right? Correct. So if you know you're soon to be uh, X is a private person. Maybe X. Maybe they're working, maybe, working maybe, through it. Mm -hmm. but, but from what we know now, soon to be X. Uh, if, we know that, if you know you're soon to be X as a private person, even though it's your story to tell, should you speak on it or do you not owe that person anything anymore? Mm, I mean, it's it's so public now, so I guess she feels like she she you know some things that she wants to get off her chest. But if they want it to work, if she wants it to work, and she knows your significant other is a private person, mm -hmm. I think you would try to respect their wishes. If I was Jeannie Ma. If you was Jeannie Ma, okay, what would you do? I'd write a book, <laughs> and I would wait until my book comes out, and then I would say all of this on my book tour. Have y'all not learned anything from Jada Pinkett Smith? Okay, all right, but Jeezy got a book out. But Jeezy ain't gonna roll. He ain't gonna. He ain't gonna move like they move. Oh, gosh. So if I was Jeannie Ma, I would just wait, write a book, and then use this on my book tour. Mm. Yes. Okay. And lastly, let's talk Monica. Now, during a live conversation at the shop, Monica opened up about being forgotten by in the music industry. Who forgot Monica? She says she's been nominated for several awards, but I guess only won one. Uh, and that was the one Soul Train Award in 2020, almost 20 years after she hosted. What I learned in those moments is that there's a plan for all of our lives and it's orchestrated by somebody bigger than every person in this room. And what was meant to happen was for my life to change that day. And I was able to really enjoy my career because I didn't have any expectations. I was not worried about awards. I'm actually a person that for all the records I've broken, I really have never won any awards. I'm really the most forgotten. If you think about it, I'm, I'm pretty much the underdog, but I sit very comfortably in it because I can still go where I want, do what I want, live how I want. But when I say that I am often forgotten, I was hosting the Soul Train Awards, <laughs> was nominated for five, three of my songs in one category and still lost. Damn. But I went out to eat and kicked my regular sh after I was not bothered because that's not what I do it for. That's Wow. Dropping the clues bombs for Monica. I, I feel like we celebrate Monica frequently and often. No. And what Monica may or may not know, so. uh, she is the subject of debates. Monica and Brandy has been debated at barbershops and dice games for years. Yeah, but okay. I, don't, I don't think we celebrate Monica as we should. The, the amount of hits and the amount of the records that she's put on the board. And even myself, you know, I, I got a, this summer, I was actually on tour with Monica. Uh, it was like an R&B tour, R&B and comedy tour. And you just, me personally, I forgot how many hits and how many I, records she had, man. When she was performing, she was just, I when I was it was just hit after hit after hit. And the crowd was singing. You'd be like, damn, I forgot about that. When damn, Mon I forgot about that. When Monica that. and Brandy had their verses, I know I was on this radio telling y'all I got Monica all day long. Mm. Okay, I think I think for a lot of people in our generation, at least, I'm only going to speak for me. I'm not going to speak for everybody. Okay. Okay, because I can't. Mm -hmm. There's no such thing. But I feel like 
like it's Mary J. Blige. And then as far as solo R&B female artists, it's Monica. For me, for me, in my generation, for me, I'm just saying, trying to, just trying it's to Mary J. You yeah. know, right? that she's married. You know, that's she's a god. She's another legend. It's Monica. Yeah, that's just my personal opinion. Just trying to think before I agree with you. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. Fight yourself in the comments. Argue with yourself because I don't be on there checking them. So you ain't gonna be arguing with me. At, from that era, you mean? From our era, from the our 1900s. Era? Us. I'm talking about our generation. I ain't talking about all time. I'm talking about for our generation. Yeah, I would okay? agree. I would agree. For me and mine. I would agree. It's married, then it's Monica. I would agree with you. R and B solo female artist. From that, yeah, I would agree with you. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't think of anybody else. Are you thinking about us, Red? No, right? Red Puerto Rican. You say Shakira or something. You're right. Yeah, no, you say to, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, or something. Have to jump him in there. Yeah, you're right. We got to beat him up. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, donkey today. Who are you giving your donkey to? Listen, four after the hour, man. Uh, we need a teacher to come to the front of the congregation. This teacher's name is Stephen Taylor. Now, this is a great teachable moment Mm -hmm. for teachers because if you don't want to be in the classroom we don't want you there we'll discuss all right we'll get to that next it's the breakfast club good morning the breakfast club your mornings will never we're welcoming a new show to iheart and the DraftKings youtube channel it's called point game with john wall and cj teledano it's an insider's look at the nba and the coaches surrounding the league Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Nissan has a car for everyone, and that means every driver who wants more. Whatever your more is, more freedom, more head-turning style, more exhilaration, Nissan has it. Get more exhilaration behind the wheel of the Nissan Z, the sports car built to deliver the most thrilling drive ever. Make more moves with the Nissan Rogue that can switch between power and fuel efficiency at the press of a pedal. If you're craving more adventures with your crew, try the Nissan Pathfinder, the vehicle with muscle to help you handle the journey. Want more of a rush with your drive? Zip around in the agile and stylish Nissan Sentra. And for the drive that's positively more electric, the Nissan Aria has the perfect combination of raw power and refined luxury. When you want more of what makes driving exciting, from sports cars and sedans to EVs, pickups, and crossovers, you can rely on Nissan. Because more is all we do. Get the endless excitement and more you've been looking for. Check out Nissan's amazing lineup. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. 2023 EPA Fuel Economy Estimates. 30 City MPG. 37 Highway MPG. 33 Combined MPG. For Rogue S and SV Front Wheel Drive. 28 City MPG. 35 Highway MPG. 31 Combined MPG. For Rogue S and SV All Wheel Drive. 29 City MPG. 36 Highway MPG. 32 Combined MPG. For Rogue SL and Platinum Front Wheel Drive. 28 City MPG. 34 Highway MPG. 31 combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum all-wheel drive. Actual mileage may vary with driving conditions. Use for comparison only. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements. 
along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Be the same. I was donkey up the day. Made it. Damn, the hee-haw again. <laughs> it's time for donkey of the day. I ain't trying to be donkey today no more. They should be embarrassed by what they already did. I I'm not making these people do these things. Called donkey of the day, and it really caught me off guard. Damn, Charlemagne. Who got the donkey of the day today? Well, Jess Hilarious, uh, donkey of the day for Friday, October 13th. Friday the 13th. Go to a Kansas teacher named Stephen Taylor. Well, actually, a Kansas teacher who got fired named Stephen Taylor. Yes, Stephen Taylor was fired from Olaf's Mill Creek Campus Alternative School in September after board members objected to a series of TikTok videos Stephen Taylor had made. If it ain't that damn TikTok, it's Instagram. If it ain't that damn Instagram, it's Facebook. If it ain't that damn Facebook, it's the 24th letter in the alphabet. When will y'all realize that whatever happens online can absolutely impact your life offline? Okay, and Stephen Taylor has learned that the hard way, but maybe he doesn't care because he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to be a teacher anyway. See, Stephen has been a stand-up comedian for eight years and a teacher for six, and I feel for Stephen because he says the reason he's doing comedy on Tickless is because he only gets paid $45,000 a year and he works all the time. I'm telling you right now, I'll be the first to tell you that I believe teachers are criminally underpaid. Drop on the clues bomb for all the teachers out there. My mother was a public school teacher uh, in, in, in Berkeley County in South Carolina. She told me that the most she ever made annually was 30 grand a year. That's why teachers are so special because most teachers want to be teachers because they genuinely enjoy teaching. They genuinely enjoy pouring into our badass little kids. Do you understand the enormous responsibility we put on teachers? Not only do they teach our kids, but the fact that we are trusting our kids with another adult for several hours a day. Think about that. 
Think about that for a second. Just think about that, Envy. We all parents. Reg, you a parent. We all parents, right? right? Think about how protective we are over our children, yet we entrust another adult to watch over them for several hours a day. It's quite unbelievable that we trust teachers the way we do, yet we don't compensate them financially, okay? The way they should be anyway. And in some cases, you end up getting guys like Steven Taylor who eventually reveal themselves to be people who shouldn't be teachers. Would you like to know some of the things Steven Taylor was doing? <laughs> well, let's go to Tixseed for the report. Teachers, if a student is annoying you, just remember, you can lie. There's nothing that says you have to tell the truth all the time. I teach history. I tell my students the wrong stuff all the time when they annoy me. I tell them <laughs> that Abraham Lincoln invented the car. That's why it's named after him. Oh. I tell them Logan Paul and Jake Paul had a great-grandfather named Paul Revere because they don't even know how names work anymore. <laughs> and I crop dust them. All the time, I save up big, milky, lactose-intolerant farts, and I drop bombs silently because I'm an adult and I know my body. And then I just let it stew. And then I walk away and I go, oh, my God, it stinks <laughs> over there. And then they have to sit with it. And you know what? They can't fire me because they need me too badly. Damn. Damn. That is funny. Damn. That is Drop funny. Drop on the clues, Mom, Steven Taylor. I was entertained. Cut it short. He's still getting donkey. Now, he could just be practicing material via Takao, but even if he is, our kids are too precious to be playing with. Now, I'm not with the crop duster. All right, don't fart on my kids, bro. Directly or indirectly. All right? That's funny, though. I don't fart in my clothes, so I damn sure not going to fart on anybody, especially somebody's kids. All right, I have a lot of rules to farting. Number one, if you fart while you're praying, the prayer is null and void. Don't even play with God like that, all right? The Bible says God created man in his image according to his likeness. So if someone was speaking to you and pleading to you about something, asking you for something, and they just fought it while they was asking you for something, would you take them serious or grant their request? Okay, I know the answer is no. That's how God feels when you fart while praying. Okay, another fart rule I have is I don't think men should fart around other men. I personally believe a man farting around another man is a very primal way of flirting. You want me to know what your ass smell like, okay, <laughs> or lack thereof. So, so if it's a very loud fart with no smell, he's letting you know he's ready for action. All right. <laughs> Honestly, Stephen Taylor might have to register as a sex offender. Okay, intentionally, purposefully, and willfully dust cropping kids. All right. Do you know farting on humans under the age of eighteen is illegal? Do your googles. No, it's not. Do your Googles. Google it right now. It's a form of chemical warfare. You're lying. You've heard of tear gas? Yes. Farting on people is considered rear gas, and it's a felony in 50 states. Now, here's the thing. I just made that whole farting on people is a felony thing up, but you should believe me even when I'm lying because a person that's honest about lying is a person you can trust. This is why you can't trust Steven Taylor because Steven said he lies to his students all the time. He says, I tell my students the wrong things all the time when they annoy me. Right. When they annoy me, clearly a joke. But the reason you can't trust him is because he says he only lies to his students when they annoy him. I don't trust people who lie when they are annoyed or mad. I only trust people who lie for fun like me. Now, here's the reason Steven Taylor is getting donkey today. It's simply because he made the choice to get fired. What do you mean he made the choice to get fired? Well, let's go to WDAF Fox 4 for report, please. Today I woke up, got ready, went to work, only to find the parking lot empty because today is President's Day and I'm a teacher and also an idiot. Steven Taylor has been a stand-up comedian for eight years and teacher for six, most recently at Olathe's Mill Creek Campus Alternative School. And he also makes TikTok videos. The reason that I'm doing comedy on TikTok is to make money because you only pay me $45,000 a year and I work all the time. A series of videos at the beginning of the school year got him called into HR with the unusual question, 
how often he passes gas near students. He was told to take the videos down and asked to see the district's social media policy. They don't understand it. The social media policies are designed for MySpace. They are years behind where we're currently at in the world, which is TikTok is alive and well. Everybody's on it. Pulsey goes on to say you shouldn't post anything online. You wouldn't say at a public meeting or to a member of the media. Now Taylor's talked to both as the district moved for termination after he says he refused to sign a non-disclosure agreement and resign. Mm, 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 mm. All you had to do was take the video down, Stephen, and you would still have your job. Are you making $45,000 a year on TikTok Bell? If not, what's the point? Okay, this is what I be saying when folks choose viral over value. A paycheck has actual actual monetary value. Going viral on TikTok boom could have some monetary value, but clearly for you it's not. And if tick tick ticket holder not paying your bills, then there's nothing to discuss. Just take the video down. But Stephen, God works in not so mysterious ways. I'm glad you didn't take it down because it's good we know what your priorities are. All right, you don't want to be a teacher anyway. You want to be a stand-up comic. We don't want you to be a teacher because you don't want to be. If your priority when you are in the classroom is not our kids, then beat it. All right. We only need teachers teaching our kids that want to be there. If a paycheck is your motivation for being a teacher, then you have zero motivation because teachers don't make no damn money. Sadly. Okay. All right. But Stephen, I need you to hear this. Teaching is not a job. It's a lifestyle. It permeates your whole life. All you doing, Stephen, is permeating poops, okay? And always remember, a teacher cannot teach anybody anything. A teacher can only make you think. In Stephen Taylor's case, he doesn't want to teach anybody anything. He can only make things stink. Please give Stephen Taylor uh, the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So you never crop dusted a plane before? I don't fart in my clothes. You know this. I think that's a lie. I don't fart in my clothes. I think it's a lie. When I don't, fart, I don't, don't disrespect me. I don't fart in my clothes. I don't believe you. I don't fart in my clothes. Mm-hmm. This ain't one of the times I'm lying. I don't fart in my clothes. Yeah, right. Well, how do I know if you're telling the truth when you're always lying? I'm not always lying. First of all, Did you say I you tell lying? you when I'm lying. That's why you can trust me. Okay? A person that's honest about lying is a person you can trust. I tell you. Believe me when I'm lying. Right. I'll tell you before I lie that I'm lying. Red, or I'll you... tell you immediately after I'm lying. I lied that I'm lying. Say so lying, Red. Have you ever passed gas on a plane? Red, you lying. I feel like you yes, get arrested. Yes. People who pass gas on the plane or poop on the plane should be arrested. Sydney. We are in this enclosed space. The air is already Sydney. very thin up there. It's disgusting. Cindy, you ever pass gas on a plane? <laughs> She's saying, "Talk to Nick." That means yes, Nick. <laughs> you Nick, you're lying. You when you went to to New Orleans, you, that long ass flight, you didn't pass gas one time. No, man, oh, well, you don't okay. fart in our clothes. And if you do <laughs> gotta fart, you you go to the bathroom like a civilized person, pull your pants down, fart, and go back to your seat. Cap. All right. I, well, I, listen, man, I, I can only tell you. you know, All right. Well, I ain't here to make you understand. Well, when we come back, Vlad will be joining us. Of course, you know Vlad DJ Vlad. He has Vlad TV, and we're gonna kick it with him when we come back. It's crazy how Vlad don't sound right by itself. You either gotta say DJ, DJ Vlad, Vlad or Vlad, Vlad TV. TV. When you just say Vlad, it don't sound right. Not at all. Mm-mm. But we're gonna kick it with him when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. 
everybody, it's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. I know him as DJ Vlad, but everybody else knows him as Vlad TV. Vlad's here. What up, Vlad? What's up, NV? What's, What's up, up Charlemagne? It's been a minute. Man, first of all, Vlad, I want to tell you uh, congratulations because you, uh, you are responsible for helping the family of Tupac Shakur get justice and closure because of uh, some of your interviews you did with Keefe D on Vlad TV. I have already said it. I think you should win a Peabody. If you was any other journalist uh, outside of hip-hop, I think you would get, a, get get some type of an award for that. Thank you, man. How do you feel? I mean, the, the purpose wasn't for him to get locked up or anything else like that because, as I've said before, when Las Vegas PD reached out to me, I didn't respond. Mm -hmm. I didn't cooperate. You know, my whole thing was this is a story I'd heard for, I mean, for a long time, for close to about 18 years or so. And by actually sitting down with Keefe and getting his whole story from beginning to end, at the end of that interview, I'm like, okay, I pretty much solved the case at this point. Mm -hmm. you know, shout out to Greg Kading, who actually got the you know the original Keefe D confession. But in terms of the public, that was the first time Keefe actually told the entire story of how it happened, what led up to it, what happened that night, mm -hmm. and what happened afterward. So, I mean, ultimately, I don't think anyone could really be surprised. I thought from maybe the interviews, it made it seem like he had a deal already on the table. Yeah. Uh, was any of that true? Like, I thought that was the reason why he was able to talk about it. Right, so he had a proffer agreement. So when, when Greg Kading met up with him, uh, Keefe D Who's Greg Kading? Uh, Greg Kidding was uh, was an LAPD uh, investigator yep. who was looking into the entire case. He had caught Keefe in a, this huge PCP ring, and Keefe was facing life in prison. So what happened was there's something called a proffer agreement, a.k.a. queen for a day, mm -hmm. meaning that you could sit down with someone, they could ask you a whole bunch of questions, and you could admit to all the crimes you did that day, and you can't be charged with any of those crimes. Mm -hmm. And in exchange, they dropped the whole PCP case against him. He was able to walk free. But the thing about proffer agreements, from what I understand is that it's called Queen for a Day because it's only valid that particular day. So if you choose to retell that story afterwards, you could potentially get charged for it. Mm -hmm. A little bit of a gray area. Mm -hmm. you know, And I think that his lawyer is probably going to be fighting in terms of that. But I think Keefe was under the assumption that he said it once, he could say it as many times as he wants. And I don't think that's the case when it comes to proper agreements. When, oh. you, say, when you say that uh, wow. Vegas police wanted you to cooperate, what did that, what did that mean? I think they wanted the raw footage. Okay. I mean, I, I actually have the voicemails from them. Like, oh, we've been trying to reach you and everything else like that. And I think they, they thought that maybe there was a bunch of things in, because we did two interviews, that they could use in the case that we didn't publicly release. But if you know Vlad TV, and both of you have been on Vlad mm -hmm. TV, we use damn near every second <laughs> right. of the footage. So they're kind of barking up the wrong tree. But my whole thing was that if someone interviews on my platform, I'm not going to turn around and then work with the police against them. Correct. Regardless of what it is that they said. It's just... Business-wise, you know, in terms of my values, it's not what I do. So I didn't choose to cooperate. By the way, what, what what could they ask you that they didn't hear themselves? It's all it's all like, out it's right there. there. It's all out there. And he's done multiple interviews. It's not yeah. just flat TV. All the dialogue. Yeah, he did that. He did a, a few other ones. So it's kind of like he wrote you know, a book. He wrote a book. Well, and, and that's the whole thing. People thought that I got this whole confession out of the blue, like. Before we did the interview, we got a copy of the book. We read through the entire book, mm -hmm. and that interview was, the blueprint of that interview was that book. So there were certain parts where I asked him a question, he didn't really want to answer it, mm -hmm. and my thing was like, well, the book says X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And then so he had to kind of address that. But if you write a book about a crime, I have no problems interviewing you about the book that you wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And it's not even just the Keefe D interview that I think I would say constitutes you winning something like a Peabody. It's all the interviews you did surrounding it. It's the yeah. Greg Kading. Who else? Who, like if this was the if this was the Vlad Cinematic Universe, yeah. what would be all the interviews you got to watch to get the full story? I mean, Greg Greg Kading, who's mm-hmm. the lead investigator. Uh, Chris Carroll, who's the first responder that showed up, mm-hmm. you know, at the scene after uh, Pac got shot and and Shug got grazed. Uh, Edie I mean, who's mm-hmm. in the car behind. Uh, Tupac when he got killed. So, so watch the you said watch the Keefe, Gray Kading, Cap- Edie. I mean Chris mm-hmm. Carroll. Uh-huh. Yeah, just a lot of pieces. Gotcha. Put, put together. Now, did he ever say was was Pac the intended target or was it Shug the intended target? Or because I did see that they thought Pac was grabbing a, a gun allegedly and they were returning fire or something like that. Yeah. When I pressed him on that, he didn't really, uh, you know, admit to that. But from everything I heard. I remember I talked to um, the co-writer of that book, mm-hmm. and he told me that when he first met up with Keefe, he was like, "Look, man, I'm I'm very pro-black. I'm very positive. How do you feel about you know your role in killing one of you know one of our great hip hop icons? Hip hop icons." And, and Keefe's response was, "They had no business putting their hands on my on my nephew." Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? And and the thing is, like, everyone is so shocked because it's Tupac. But right now, somewhere in America, some you know gang affiliate, gang member just got beat up and is out there grabbing their gun right now to go retaliate. Of course. This is standard procedure when it comes to this type of world. Mm-hmm. So, so everyone's shocked because it's Tupac. We love Tupac. But this is how things happen in this type of lifestyle, yeah. unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. You know, it's interesting when you say uh, your, your intention wasn't to solve the case. So I guess people would say, what what is the point of doing all of these inter- interviews? What is what is Vlad TV's intention when he puts together all of these different interviews? My intention wasn't for him to be convicted, gotcha, to, to gotcha. put him in jail. Like I, I'm I'm just a huge Tupac fan. Mm-hmm. Like if you you know I, I loved Tupac. All Eyes on Me is one of my favorite all time albums. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what he he's just such a charismatic individual. I mean, you could mm-hmm. it'd be hard to argue that Tupac is not the greatest rapper of all time. Shout out to, to Biggie, shout out to Nipsey. But if you look at worldwide, you see more Tupac murals around the world than any other rap. And that's because I think that outside of the, the rapping and the good songs, there's a social commentary involved in what he mm-hmm. did. There was a struggle mm-hmm. and that everyone in every country could um, re- really relate to. So so my whole thing was like, oh, this is my favorite rapper. And here's a story that's unsolved. But like everyone in L.A. knew, knew this story. Mm-hmm. It was like the worst kept secret in L.A. So... Let's try to put it out there and bring it out to the public because there's so many conspiracy theories around it. Mm-hmm. Suge had him killed. The government had him killed. Had him killed. He's in Cuba somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know, I mean, he's still alive. He's, you know, he faked his own death. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of it was so ridiculous that I wanted to put a piece together that that had all the different angles of the same story and they're all matching up. Mm-hmm. Now, was you were supposed to interview Keefe D again before he was raided? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he reached out to me. We had a conversation. He had already gotten arrested. His house got raided. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to leave it alone. But then he reached out to me, had a conversation with me. And then, you know, his co-writer was the one that, who I kind of communicate with a lot when, when it comes to this type of thing. Um, they're like, he wants to do another interview. It's like, all right, you know, we gave him a deposit. He hadn't he, asked for it. Before. paid for an interview. Yeah, I paid for uh, for both of his interviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vlad pays for a lot of interviews. People don't know that. It's like, yeah. Well, for certain interviews. Yeah. And other ones I don't, I don't pay for. Like your regulars. My regular guests all get paid. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Which which makes sense. Because Boosie and TK Kirkland. All my regular guests get paid. If right. you see him on Vlad TV over and over again, you know, we make money, so we, we choose to compensate our guests That's dope. As, mm-hmm. as well. So, I mean, he reached out. We gave him like a small deposit. wasn't wasn't really a lot of money, and I I figured that I'm probably not going to see this again because mm-hmm. 
you know, his house got raided. And I, I was hearing that there was a grand jury underway and there was a possible indictment coming. And, and from what I understand, he hit up a few other outlets and got deposits from all of them. So I think he was just trying to gather up money because he knew that he was about to, to go away. So it is what it is. It, it, to me, it's not a big deal and it was to be expected. All right, when we come back, we're kicking in with Vlad TV some more. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club on BET. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with DJ Vlad, Vlad TV. Charlemagne? Now, you know this situation doesn't help uh, the rumors or the stigma of the Vlad curse. Vlad is you the know? feds. Vlad is the police. Vlad curse. Vlad is the feds. People yep. say a lot of folks get jammed up after they interview with you. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel bad or regret, uh, you know, doing those interviews after folks get caught? Well, the stigma is the stigma, man. Like, like people going to say Vlad is the police, Vlad is the feds. I've heard it literally for 15 years. Mm-hmm. You know, but ultimately it's, it's just not true. But in this case, I mean, it is true to a certain degree. And, you know, if people are mad at me for helping to solve the murder of the greatest rapper of all time, I'm I'm okay with that. Now, also, recently you did an open letter to, uh, I always call it an open letter. Open letter. It's kind of like an open letter, his thoughts. <laughs> an open tweet yeah. to Drake and Khaled. Correct. Now, why, why did you feel like you wanted to write a tweet to them? Well, you sort of see what's been happening, right? When you look at the, the Gaza-Israel situation, it's, it's horrific. Mm-hmm. And, and I put out a statement about that myself where I said that I feel sorry for all the citizens, you know, from Israel and Palestine that are caught up in what their leaders are choosing to do. That's right. You know what I'm saying? I don't agree with what Netanyahu has done in Gaza in terms of blockading the country and creating essentially an open air prison. And I definitely don't support what Hamas did in terms of killing hundreds of people, beheading babies and everything else like that. It's a serious topic. And when I sat back and looked at it, it's like, okay, Drake is the most famous Jewish person on earth, essentially. Right? Who else could, could do a tour and fill out coliseums worldwide who's Jewish besides Drake? Khaled is the most famous Palestinian in the world. But neither one of them has said anything about this at all. Mm-hmm. And people are saying, well, well, they're not politicians, whatever. They influence hundreds of millions of people, which ultimately has an influence on the world. And you're not choosing to, to, like, to say anything. And Drake, who has a Jewish mother, you know, which by Jewish law makes him Jewish, but not only that, his parents got divorced when he was five years old, and he grew up with his Jewish mother and her Jewish relatives in Forest Hills, which is a Jewish community in Toronto. He had a bar mitzvah, and then... When this happens, he doesn't say anything because I think that he doesn't want to potentially affect his record sales. Well, why does he have to say anything? Him or, like, why, why, does, why does him or Khaled have to say anything publicly? They don't have to say anything. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying as, as representatives of these communities, their voices are powerful and they should say something. Just like they, I have said something. What are they supposed to say, though? Like, but you're educated on the topic, clearly. And, and they don't have people around them to educate them? They have access to the highest level of of everybody. You know what I mean? In terms of professors, experts, and so forth. But even being educated on something don't mean you have an understanding of it to be able to express it. And you don't want somebody to craft something for you and just post it on your social media. And I've been watching celebrities all week, you know, say some of the stupidest Like, you know, I saw Justin Bieber post pray for Israel, but he put up a picture of Palestine and had to pray for Israel over the picture of Palestine. So it's kind of like one of those things, if you really don't know what you're talking about, you probably should just sit it out. But you probably should learn about it because, I mean, this is before Drake was a rapper, he was Jewish. Before Khaled was a super producer, he was Palestinian. Like th- this runs deep. You know what I'm saying? That this is the essence of who they are, of their families and their communities. Like Drake was raised in a Jewish community. I'm sure his relatives feel a certain type of way about this. And look, like Drake has taken all types of shots of Kanye. But when Kanye went on his Hitler rants, 
Drake didn't say anything specifically about that, but he takes shots at him. Mm-hmm. I guess Vlad is saying, like if something happened with, with George Floyd or something happened in our community and you say absolutely positively nothing as a black person. Right. I don't think you have to, though. I think if that's your thing, sure. But I don't think you're obligated to you're do not, that. You're not obligated, but mm-hmm. I feel like you should say something in your position. And my example was Tupac. When something happens that's close to his community, Pac was, was going to say Tupac something. Tupac was a one-on-one, though, Vlad. Well, like, yeah, but the caliber of, you know, like, where Drake is, where Tupac was, is, that, but is I'm, I'm talking about one-on-one as far as the type of people they were. Like, Tupac was socially conscious, you know, like Tupac's mother was a radical, a Black Panther. I got like, it. That's not. I don't. That's I got not, it. That's not who those. See, people I'm, are. I'm not. I'm. I get what you're saying, right? Yeah. Because if you look at what happened in our community during the time with George Floyd and people were protesting, I think everybody that had a little bit of influence said something. Whether it was LeBron James, whether it's a comedian, whether it's a celebrity, whether it's an actor. All of those actress. people always do though. LeBron. Le- LeBron always. has just chimed in. But you know LeBron's always chiming in on social issues. That's what he's chosen to But then again, to do. Michael Jordan has, right? And people were saying Michael Jordan didn't. So Michael I guess it's Jordan kind of never same. has. I guess it's the same That's thing. The criticism. And, and, and yep. there's a criticism with him mm-hmm. about. But ultimately, I feel like when you're at a certain level, like you have a responsibility because you have so many people. Like you could shift global thought with, with just a, a, a simple mm-hmm. statement. So, because to me, I'm like, what if Drake and Khaled are doing things behind the scenes? I think that's more powerful than a tweet or an Instagram post. Like, you're not going to change people's minds on a 75-year-old situation. How long has this been going on for how long? Thousands of years. Thousands? Yes. Oh, shoot. I know it's thousands. <laughs> so, uh, so, okay. So, 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 um, but, yeah, man, it's yeah, sad. I just don't want us to have a, because I already think America has, like, unhealthy obsession with celebrity. Yeah. And, like, we always looking for celebrity to fix the world problems. Like, when I when I saw it, I promise you, when I, the first time I heard about this, I did not think of Drake or Kyle. <laughs> I, went, I went to people like scholars and academics, you know, that, that's the people I want to hear from. Yeah, but but like Charlamagne, like, before you were on the radio, you were black. Absolutely. And you had to deal, you have a black family and you understand black issue. You know, like, you, you could end your, like, you could walk out of the breakfast club right now and become a private citizen and never have to do anything, but you'll still be black. Certain things should run deep with you, you know, with everyone. But we don't know if they don't. We don't know how Drake or Khaled feel about it. We just, like, what do we want? An Instagram post, a tweet? Like, yeah, that's true because we don't know what they're doing. They could be behind yeah, the scenes we don't doing know what stuff. It could be like Floyd sitting in a jet, Palestinian, you know. Name me a more famous Palestinian than Khaled. I'm with you, but I don't know how he you know feels about this. I can't say he don't feel anything about this situation because he didn't. Post but he's it not. About but he's not speaking about it. But he's speaking about his new Jordans. You know what I'm saying? He, he's doing uh, sneaker shopping right now. Mm-hmm. Drake is doing this whole, this whole, like, literally writing paragraphs about Joe Budden because his feelings were hurt over album criticisms. So it's not like they're too busy. They have time to put out things. You know, like, for example, like, Andrew Tate was disparaging Canadian men. Did mm-hmm. you see that? Mm-mm. Yeah, he was I saying, oh, it. yeah, you know you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. He was saying, oh, a man from Canada, there's no such thing. Drake's respond, Drake responds, green light on Andrew Tate. So when Canada gets insulted, he needs to come up and say something. But when his own community that he grew up with, his mother, his everyone's like that, He's, he's remaining silent. But I think ultimately, and, and in my tweet, I think they're too worried about staying relevant, staying hot, and not getting a certain group of people not supporting them anymore. That's what I think. I don't see, what, what could Drake and Khaled do to stop Drake, a thousand-year-old Drake, Drake did a free Larry Hoover concert. That makes more sense because that's an actual action. Like, that's something they raise awareness for it. Hopefully Larry Hoover can get free. Like, what could they do to stop a thousand-year-old war? They can't stop. And, you know, and he didn't stop Larry Hoover from still being in prison, right? Mm-hmm. Larry Hoover's still locked up. But he put his voice out there and he put his support out there. Mm-hmm. And it may make a difference in the long run. You're just saying that they have these platforms you'd like yes. to use. 
I understand what you're saying. I just I've never seen them do that, so I don't know why they would. And they haven't. Them. Yeah, and that's that's unfortunate. And this is why I think that as time goes on, and we're talking about many years in the future, their relevance will pass away as mm-hmm. well. They won't live on for you know eternity like the iconic people mm-hmm. like a Tupac. Well, we appreciate you for joining us. Vlad TV, That's tell right. them how they can uh, check you out, follow you, and all that good stuff. What interview should we be checking out right now? Uh, I got a Lero Cohen interview that's okay. about to drop. Uh, this new phase on love love interview mm-hmm. that's out. Um, I mean, just a, a bunch of stuff in the works. Right. Okay. Well, ladies DJ and gentlemen, Vlad, Vlad. Vlad. Yeah. Vlad TV. And it's The Breakfast Club. Thank you, man. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Nissan has a car for everyone, and that means every driver who wants more. Whatever your more is, more freedom, more head-turning style, more exhilaration, Nissan has it. Get more exhilaration behind the wheel of the Nissan Z, the sports car built to deliver the most thrilling drive ever. Make more moves with the Nissan Rogue that can switch between power and fuel efficiency at the press of a pedal. If you're craving more adventures with your crew, try the Nissan Pathfinder, the vehicle with muscle to help you handle the journey. Want more of a rush with your drive? Zip around in the agile and stylish Nissan Sentra. And for the drive that's positively more electric, the Nissan Aria has the perfect combination of raw power and refined luxury. When you want more of what makes driving exciting, from sports cars and sedans to EVs, pickups, and crossovers, you can rely on Nissan. Because more is all we do. Get the endless excitement and more you've been looking for. Check out Nissan's amazing lineup. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. 2023 EPA fuel economy estimates. 30 city MPG, 37 highway MPG, 33 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV front wheel drive. 28 city MPG, 35 highway MPG, 31 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV all wheel drive. 29 city MPG, 36 highway MPG, 32 combined MPG for Rogue SL and platinum front wheel drive. 28 city MPG, 34 highway MPG, 31 combined MPG for Rogue SL and platinum all wheel drive. Actual mileage may vary with driving conditions. Use for comparison only. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. 
I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. My choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. And everybody, it's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's time for Pass the Ox. Go, go, It's time for Pass the Ox with DJ Nyla. Yup. Nyla. Yeah, DJ, come spin, now come spin. Hey, Nala. What's up, guys? NYLA. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Okay, so the first record that I'm going to go with um, is going to be Fredo Bang and Inali Chapa. It's called Sideways, which, Char, I think you'll like because you really like the one on Drake's tape. I, I love Drake. I the love that song. The sexy red one. Rich Baby Daddy? Yeah, so I think With you'll like Sideways. He puts his hand on his knees every time he hear that knees, song. That record hard. See? I'd, that's How it. do you know that? Envy? Why is that like a new rhythm they're using? Is everybody trying to do the KP and Envy shorty swing my way? Is that the thing now? Because that's well, what it's like. That's what Drake used a little bit. Well, this dropped before Drake's project dropped, so I don't know who did what first. Okay. But I, either way, they both sound good. To you me. know that's when Envy got his name, KP and Envy. Oh really? Yes, he was a huge KP and Envy fan. Wait, which one is Envy? Is Envy the? the... I, I don't know. Actually, is she the light skin one? I I'm thought one sure. was white. Isn't one white? Oh, is that Envy? I, Either I, way, that's what he got his I name. I did not get my name from KP and MV. Yes, you and people did. have been you told asking. Me that. I did not tell you that you no, liar. This guy liar. is crazy. Cap. Cap. I mean, they made a classic, so there's nothing wrong if that's. Uh, where but you I didn't got get my from. name from there. That's oh, Cap. Okay. That, I, that's what you told me. That. I don't know. Why, that's Cap. Oh, where bro. did you get your name from? It's a long story. Okay. My KP and MV, Shorty Swing My Way. Okay, fine. Let's just roll with that story. It's more entertaining. No, it's not. So Gia said that to him. That's how Gia first pulled him. Shorty Swing My Way. Yo, Shorty Swing My Way. <laughs> and you fell for it? Yeah, she fell for it. And he said they used to call themselves that. She was KP, he was Envy. And his, yeah. his stuck me. Yeah, but that's that's a dope song. And, and I see NLE Child, but it's the second song he's, he's done like that. Mm-hmm. With that with that that kind of Jersey bounce. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, okay, so the next one I'm going to go with is Denzel Curry. The joint is called Woo. All right, I like okay. it. Your picks have been great so far. Not in the last the, why weeks, you yeah. in the streets today? What's wrong with you? Tough. Yeah, I love that. I love Denzel Curry. Like, yeah, love, Denzel love, love. Who did Denzel? He came up here back in the day. Yes, mm-hmm. he did. Not to, to the new studio. Like, I need to get him up here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the last one I'm going to go with is R&B. I know I got to throw an R&B one in because the next Pass the Ox, which is on October 20th, if you haven't already, RSVP, is an R&B night. So I'm highlighting a bunch of R&B artists right now. So this is Leon Thomas. He just dropped a fire new R&B album. Check it out. But my favorite one on there is Crash and Burn. Oh, who that was? Okay. Leon, Leon Thomas. Thomas. I never yeah. heard of Leon Thomas. Where are you from? I think he was originally a singer. I mean, not a singer. I'm he sorry, an actor. Oh, actor. An actor. Turned singer. Damn. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty hard. That's dope. All right, Leon Thomas. Check out the tape. I think you guys would like it. Make sure you guys check out the Pastor Ox playlist available by clicking the link in bio. Will Leon Thomas be at the next Pastor Ox Live since it's R&B-centered? No, he won't be because we already have three headliners oh, confirmed. Got you. But we will probably reach out for something else because I think we're gonna do another R and B night during around Valentine's Day. Um, yeah. Jesus Christ, that's a long time away. November, December, four months. I know because right? the next one is Afrobeat, then the one after that is rap, and then the one after that would be R and B. I got you. Okay, we got a system going. I'll okay, see, make see. sure you guys tap in www.passthaoxlive.com if you guys want to RSVP, download the playlist. And yeah, I'll see you guys on October 20th. Word. All righty. Well, when we come back, we got the People's Choice. Make sure you know we throw it back on a Friday. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. So let's just uh, salute to Vlad, uh, DJ Vlad, Vlad TV for joining us this morning. And also Joe Claire, comedian and former host of Rap City on BET. Salute to them for joining us. If you have not uh, gotten an opportunity to watch Welcome to Rap City on BET, you should check it out. You know, Joe Claire's on there, Big Tigger, Big Les, Chris Thomas, the mayor, Prince DuJour, like all of the, you know, the, the Rap City hosts are on there and they talk about all of the great Rap City stories. Um, Joe Claire told us a lot of things that they left off the cutting room floor because his story is, is deep. Just yep. like I'm sure a lot of their stories are deep, but you can't tell all of their individual stories, you know, in, in one documentary. But salute to Joe Claire and uh, salute to Vlad, man. Vlad helped to get a, 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 a arrest in the murder of Tupac. Yes, he did. That's big. Yes, he did. Say what you want. That's big. So salute to Vlad TV. Absolutely. And listen, I also got to say, happy born day to our girl, Pretty V, man. Today is Pretty V's born day. Happy born day, Pretty V. I love you. Enjoy your weekend. All right. When we come back, we got the positive notes, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's cold in here. It's definitely freezing, man. But you got a positive note? Well, yeah, before I get to the positive note, I just want to tell everybody out there, man, Veterans Day is November 7th, and I can't think of any other way any better way to celebrate Veterans Day than uh, telling y'all about this book called Invisible Generals by my man Doug Melville. It is the next uh, release off my book imprint, Black Privilege Publishing. It tells the amazing true story of America's first black generals, Benjamin O. Davis Sr. and Jr., a father and son who helped integrate the American military and create the famous Tuskegee Airmen, man. So on Veterans Day, November 7th, it'll be in bookstores everywhere, but you can pre-order it now. And just want to say salute to all the veterans out there. And I can't wait to, you know, just give out of a, give out a bunch of books to the veterans and because I just think it's a great story honoring, you know, some veterans, Benjamin O. Davis Sr. and Jr. So November 7th, it'll be in stores. Pre-order now everywhere you buy books. Invisible Generals by my man, Doug Melville. The next release off my book imprint, Black Privilege Publishing, with Simon & Schuster. And the positive note is simply this. Uh, safety. And I'm telling y'all this because I want y'all to be safe this weekend. Because it is really crazy out here in these streets, man. Safety is not just the absence of danger, but the presence of peace and comfort. So even when you out here being safe, okay, make sure you try to find some peace and some comfort to go with that safety, all right? Y'all have a great weekend. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. <laughs> 
I love the dance challenges. <laughs> I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to, like, choose a more challenging route than just, like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been, like, easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and, like, so simple? And what else was it going to—like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.